welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Census Technologies. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. My guest today is Jacob Long, sales engineer for Census Technologies. Jacob, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me, Shelby. Well, so today we're talking about sterile processing, which it's a department that's often referred to as the heart of a hospital. So, Jacob, let's kick things off by understanding more about Census Technologies and uh, tell us about Census and your role there. Yeah, absolutely. So Census Technologies is a software as a service company. It was started in 1999 and we pioneered and, and developed instrument tracking software. So this helps and facilitates departments like sterile processing departments and operating room suites. Um, be, be able to electronically track and document all their surgical assets that are used in procedures. So any, anything down from a knife handle that's used all the way up to more advanced technology like robotic instruments and things. Well, SensaTrack and ScopeTrack Advanced are two solutions that Census offers, uh, and it provides sterile processing departments and operating room suites uh, advanced capability. So, Jacob, tell us about those solutions. Yeah, absolutely. So SensaTrack is Census's flagship product. That was our first um, solution that we developed and released in the early 2000s. And it's designed specifically to capture surgical instruments for SPD and OR worlds. Um, so it, it, it helps capture every stage of the perioperative cycle of those, all the way from use to cleaning to sterilization and storage. And then, you know, the outside factors that go into that, such as maintenance, purchasing, and things of that nature, along with reporting on all those. So it also captures a lot of data. It's also designed to give our customers kind of that actionable intelligence um, that they can make decisions and, and kind of change their departments based on the data they're capturing electronically. Um, it's been in development, like I mentioned, since the early 2000s, and it's it's come a long way since. We've since, we also pioneered and now moved towards instrument-specific tracking as well. So not just tracking instrument sets and things, but all the way down to very specific instrument. Um, scope track differs a little bit in that it was de designed, developed, and caters more towards endoscopy and GI, um, that world of reprocessing. So flexible endoscopes and things, things that are used during um, endoscopy procedures. And ScopeTrack came out about 11 years ago in 2010, and it too has been developed and enhanced ever since. Um, but that one is specifically designed to help all the HLD, the high-level disinfection processes that go, go on in endoscopy. But it works very similar to SensorTrack. It's designed to electronically capture the use, the disinfection, and the storage and maintenance of those assets. Well, a sterile processing department is only as good as its processes. So talking about best practices, Jacob, can you talk about the three pillars of sterile processing, which are readiness, traceability, and communication? Let's start with readiness. Yeah, absolutely. So readiness, I like to think of is is mostly from a, am I doing things correctly and can I prove it? Um, there's a lot of those kind of sayings in this world, you know, if it wasn't documented, it didn't happen, things like that. And um, a lot of facilities are able to prove their readiness based on their records, what records they've actually created and kept in relation to those reprocessing events and use events and things. And so it's really difficult to, to be ready, especially for you know, regulatory inspections from, from entities like the Joint Commission or those that come into your healthcare facilities and audit essentially your record keeping practices. And so a solution like SensorTrack really helps um, streamline and also make those record management practices a lot easier to maintain because instead of having like mountains of paper records and, and binders we have to dig through not only just for for um, inspection readiness but also just for like internal auditing and access and things like that whenever all of our electronic whenever 
whenever all of our healthcare records like reprocessing data is electronic, we're able to really quickly, quickly, really quickly review them. We can audit them easily. We can run reports. And then the, our solutions are actually designed to help reconcile as well. So if there's ever an inconsistency found or a hole found in the data, uh, there's really simple ways to go in there and, and adjust those records. So we are audit ready. And so readiness is just a really important um, piece of this because one, you could be reprocessing and documenting all day, but if it's not proper or easy to be read um, or even accessed, uh, it's almost worthless having you know binders you can't get to or, or illegible handwriting or records that have degraded over years of storage. Um, so it's one thing to actually perform um, actions correctly and adherence to you know regulations and things. It's an entirely different. Um, challenge to be ready to present them and, and be able to maintain them well. So readiness is just one of those things where we might have done it, but readiness really plays into how well can we prove that we did it. Well, I mean, that makes total sense because documentation, it's essential. So why is precise traceability so important? Yeah, so especially in, in this world, especially in, you know, surgical perioperative environments, um, we want, we always want to know exactly what was used on a patient. I know if I was going under surgery, I would, I would go under anesthesia a lot, you know, with a much better state of mind, knowing that we know what's being used on me and we can have a record that it was sterilized and things like that. And, and when we, when we're talking about like an acute care facility with, you know, dozens of OR rooms, they could have hundreds of thousands of instruments. And having the ability to know exactly what was used during a procedure and have that record able to be traced so I know exactly what instrument was used on what patient, I know exactly when it was sterilized and what machine it was sterilized in, all the way down to who actually sterilized it. I can then also see, keep going backwards, who, who was responsible for um, putting the container and instruments together after reviewing them and accounting for them, and then who cleaned them. There's a lot of stages in that process. It's not just a one and done. And so having a, the ability to have the traceability of every stage, you know, all those minute details down to the, a specific instrument or, or an instrument basket, it just, it just gives healthcare facilities that ability to know exactly what they're using, how often they're using it, who it was used on, when it was sterilized, if it needs to be refurbished and maintained. Um, being able to have that traceability just makes management and safe upkeep and kind of patient-centric procedures a lot easier to handle. Because um, once again, there's a lot more that goes into this, especially like with maintenance and things. It's one thing to know who was what was used on a patient, but then how many times has it been used? Are we going to open a container and there be dull scissors in it or something? Um, so having access to traceability just really quickly and electronically, once again, gives facilities just that that kind of insurance policy there, knowing that they have these records and that they can do a lot with it. It's not just data on an Excel spreadsheet. Um, you can make a lot of decisions and you can, you can improve departments and workflows just by having access to this. Well, before the proliferation of sterile processing tools like what Census provides, uh, were basic spreadsheets like you're talking about kind of the standard operating procedure or, or I guess even more primitively, uh, pen and paper? Yeah. So pen and paper is definitely where it started. Um, actually, one of the things I really enjoyed when I used to implement our solutions was speaking to technicians that had been in this field for decades because they had seen it evolve so rapidly. It used to be very simple. Um, I, I shouldn't say very simple, but relative to today, it used to be simple, especially, especially because um, we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot about um, the importance of sterilization. We've learned a lot about some of the diseases out there that we didn't really know too much about you know, decades ago. So the evolution of disease understanding and science and sterilization has definitely changed this environment. And then with the technology, instruments have changed too. Um, 
one of the, one of the other things kind of funny anecdotal things I would get out of is when you had a surgeon that's been doing the same surgery for 30 years, that surgeon might use like the same two instrument sets. And then when you get a new surgeon who's just out of, of school or training and they're just starting, um, they'll use like half a dozen instrument sets with all these new modern instruments and things. And every time there's a new instrument that comes out, there's a new way to sterilize it. There's new things to be concerned about, especially, especially as these instruments get more complex and difficult to, to use and reprocess. And so as just the field evolves, as what we understand about sterilization evolves, naturally the maintenance and upkeep of these evolves well. It evolves as well. So that traceability is super important just so we know exactly what we're using. We know exactly how, how we should be reprocessing it. It's no longer just like using wool cloths to wipe down tables anymore. <laughs> we, we, the, the nature of the product like SenseTrack has to evolve with the industry. And so that's, that's one of the things we try to stay on the forefront of, especially with, you know, we listen to our customers a lot as far as what's changing in their departments and how we should reflect that in our solutions. Again, we're talking about the three pillars of sterile processing, which are readiness, traceability, and communication. So it may seem like a simple thing, but often communication is the most challenging part of an organization. So why is communication so important? And how does Sensatrack help ease these pain points? Yeah. So like you said, communication, it seems simple, especially today we have cell phones and things. You, you would think you could just pick up a phone and text or email somebody when you have vital information. But there's so many moving parts, especially in a perioperative environment. Um, a lot of ORs and SPDs shore that up pretty easily with like medical huddles. So they'll have group meetings, you know, at shift change or something like that, just so they can pass that pertinent information. But then so much happens in an eight hour period across all the parties involved. One technician in one department might notice something and they might, you know, jot it down or tell somebody, but that one piece of information might not get to somebody that's important to, like someone in the operating room or something. And, and in reprocessing, you can run into so many hurdles. So many things can happen. An instrument can get damaged. An instrument can get misplaced. A reprocessing machine could, could have failed or alarmed. Who knows what could have happened? And so just the, the smallest thing like that can, you know, worst case scenario could delay a case or a surgery schedule. Um, and, and then on, you know, the, the opposite ends of that, uh, as far as just what we really want to avoid is, you know, improper practices. Did something happen that would prevent an instrument from being sterile or safe for use? And so something as minor as a count sheet change to an instrument or an instrument that's exposed to a high risk environment, like this was especially kind of prevalent with COVID and things. Um, with ORs and SPDs were having to adapt to a pandemic kind of state of mind. And so what, what's been exposed to a COVID positive patient? What's been exposed to a C. diff positive patient, things like that. Um, and so having the ability to just communicate directly within an application that we're all using and also be, being able to attach that communication directly to assets. That's another feature SenseTrack offers is I could attach a, a message to uh, something and then anyone who touches it downstream would get that communication. So it, it also takes out that, did we communicate this? It gives us the tools to make sure that communication passes, no matter what that might be between SPD and the OR or any of the other parties involved. Jacob, you've seen these census solutions implemented and witnessed firsthand the value for customers. So can you speak to how user-friendly and customer-focused census solutions are and why that's so important? Yeah, it's so important, especially when you're trying to replace paper and pen with a, with a computer digital system. Um, yeah, so when I would implement, one of the things that we would always really want to gauge is just we always want to scale our products like SensorTrack to our customer. Are you an outpatient clinic that does 20 minor surgeries a day? 
Or are you a trauma one center in the heart of Chicago and you have 40 OR rooms? How are you going to use the same product that we've sold to both of these customers? Um, so being able to kind of gauge and scale how we're going to use this in the environment is always something we, we kind of check that box on the front end, you know, because because SenseTrack, SenseTrack, regardless of, of the size of your facility. So first understanding our customers' workflow, how they do things, and then also their staffing. How many staff do they have? Um, what's that distribution like day shift, night shifts, things like that. So really understanding what our customer does first is important to making this user friendly. Um, and then when we actually show up on site and we implement, that's when it's kind of our, our responsibility to understand that audience more, more personally. Um, Cause I've trained, I would always tell people, you know, I've trained, you know, some 18 year olds all the way up. I, I even trained a lady who was in her eighties once and she'd been in STD since like the seventies and, and they both were able to use it. Um, and the reason is because SenseTrack's designed to be simple in a way to access what you need to access when you need to do it. So if I'm in one area, I have very quick tools to get me to where I need to get in SenseTrack there. If I'm in this room, as opposed to this reprocessing area, I can really quickly get to where I need to get to. Um, and there's a lot of uh, kind of form follows function within our solutions as well. Um, we have shortcuts built in to where I can just scan an instrument set and SenseTrack will interpret what I should be doing based on where I'm at. Um, so there's a lot of ways that we incorporate shortcuts and, and how we also scale the product that really make it user friendly. Jacob, as we start to wrap up this episode, if there was a headline for this episode about, I guess, the most important takeaways for listeners, what would that be? I would just kind of hearkening more back on the customer focus piece of it, um, because we, we spoke a little bit about, you know, prior to implementation and then what implementation looks like, but we definitely don't stop there. One of the reasons um, we are successful by being customer focused is when implementation and training is done, we we don't leave you alone. We don't just say, you know, we don't, we don't wipe our hands of that and keep going. We, all of our customers have dedicated client managers that are kind of their one-on-one -on -one liaisons. So they kind of keep a finger on the pulse, so to speak, of our customers' use of our solutions. And then we also constantly listen to our customers. Um, we release three to four free upgrades and enhancements a year. And those enhancements and upgrades are kind of, kind of two-way approach. They're either an enhancement or what we call an improvement. And enhancements come directly from customer feedback. If we have customers say, you know, this, this works well, but I wish it did this, or I wish we had a report that would get me this data. What we do is we pull and review those constantly all year. And then that's what goes into our development pipeline. What should we focus on to improve our product next? Um, we're not just shooting in the dark and saying, you know, this might be something cool. We listen to our customers and that really helps us gauge how we should be improving our products. And then we also have on our team, a, 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 a department solely dedicated to understanding and staying at the forefront of how the industry is changing in regards to regulations, in regards to proper practices, and that's our clinical services team. And their whole spiel is to make sure that we're also developing to, to stay at the forefront of those changes. We, we talked a little earlier about how this, 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 um, this world of serial processing and perioperative services, it's evolving rapidly. And so we have an entire team dedicated to helping our development teams, our training teams know how we should be applying our systems to be ready in order to, what should we be capturing for that traceability? And then what should we be communicating back and forth? What's the most valuable things from a safety and regulation point of view? So I, I think of it as just, as far as um, customer focus at Census, it's, it's really not just one team or two teams. It's, it's a network of teams that all have their own responsibilities to really make sure that our products continue to, to improve and develop in the way that best helps the, the industry and our customers. Jacob, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it was a real pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
And thank you listeners for tuning in and subscribing to this episode of the Census Technologies Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Until next time, I'm Shelby Skirhawk.